Hey guys, it's Carter and Jacob here again, and we want to share with you some thoughts on this week's reading in Genesis, hitting on the second half of the flood story in week four of the Genesis Journal. We especially want to talk to you about how this story relates to the second coming of Christ, as seen in the spotlight for this week. Let's dive in. Our vision is to give every baseball player around the world the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, respond to the message, and grow in the relationship with Jesus Christ. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. This is the Training for an Eternal Crown podcast with Full Count Ministries. All right, so Jacob, we... Uh, get to in this chapter uh, what God says he's going to do and he brings the flood in Genesis 7 6 through 9 19 he destroys the whole world Uh, he brings judgment on the world um, and but he does see righteousness in Noah and he preserves a line through Noah Uh, he, he saves his family animals on a big ark and uh, then they survive the flood they get off and God says in Genesis 8:21, never again will I curse the ground because of humans even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from childhood and that's the second time that we've heard that uh, in scripture so far I mean we hear it again in Psalm from David Psalms from David um, and also in in Romans and other places, um, but uh, we can't we can't get through the Bible without seeing that we are uh, at our core where we have evil intent, we are sinful, um, but there we know that there is one that was without sin, and that's Jesus Christ. And we'll jump into the the spotlight here in a little bit and talk about Jesus, but. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, Genesis 7, 6 through nine nineteen, Jacob? Well, I think this week is um, one of the most important things as you read this week is having the correct posture when you come to the Scripture and just uh, having a humility about us as we, as we watch God's judgment over all the earth because of sin and because of rebellion towards Him. Uh, so just ha- having a, a posture of humility is going to be key as you read a story that most of you have probably read um, many of times throughout your life. Uh, so I c- just encourage you to think about that when you come to the Scripture this week. And then um, really want you to uh, lean in when you get to chapter 9 this week. And as we see about God's covenant with Noah, uh, uh, this is one of those things we can really cling to when God makes a promise, or in this case, a covenant, uh, an a- everlasting covenant uh, that he will never uh, bring this kind of judgment in this way on the earth again, that he will never flood the earth again. So just lean in, uh, listen to the details of the covenant as you get to chapter 9. Uh, really maybe write those out, take notes of the details of these covenants, and then um, maybe uh, really think about the sign of the covenant that you're going to read about. And then um, 
and then spend some time maybe praising or worshiping God that that this is something that we can hold on to, hold fast to, that we can believe God, that when He says He will never flood the earth again, He means it. Uh, and we can take that to the bank. That judgment will never be displayed on us in this way again. So this is going to set up for all kinds of other covenants that we're, uh, we're going to read throughout the Bible and all kinds of other promises. Uh, so learn, take advantage of chapter 9 and learn from this covenant. And that's going to help us as we read the rest of Scripture. So this week's spotlight is in Matthew 24. Uh, verses 36 through 44, uh, when the Lord is talking about, Jesus is talking about His second coming, when He would return. And He compares this to our reading uh, in Genesis this week, as uh, He compares this to the flood. And it was like in the days of Noah. Um, he says specifically in verse 38, For in the day before the flood, People were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. So Carter, what? tell us what's going on here. What were the people thinking? What was life like uh, when Noah entered the ark? Well, we know from Scripture in Genesis that they weren't really, they weren't thinking about God. They were doing their own thing. They, uh, Noah was the only one really, I mean, he was probably, I mean, from what we can tell, every inclination of humans was was evil at the time. So uh, Noah was the only one hearing from God, and everybody else was just carrying along, doing their own thing, and uh, were celebrating. Um, and what they didn't know is that the flood was going to come, and they were going to perish. And that's what, what Jesus is talking about here, is that uh, people just carry on with their daily lives and don't really care about uh, what's going to happen at the end. Um, and we need to be different. Hmm. We need to be, uh, we have, we need to have a relationship with God that's telling us exact, he needs to tell us exactly what is important in our lives. Um, you know, in verse 42, it says, therefore keep watch. This is what Jesus is telling us to do to be yes. prepared. So what, what does that mean? What is what is keep watch? Therefore, keep watch because we don't know when the Lord's coming. So what is that keeping watch? I would say don't put your guard down. Don't, um, don't live like the world. Um, take up your cross daily and follow Jesus. That's a daily command, not mm -hmm. a, oh, once, once uh, every week I'm going to do that Sunday morning and then forget about God the rest of the week. Um, we have we have a duty to be prepared. Uh, I, I like that. I think um, I think it's also important to note here that it's all it's not talking about keep watch as in be scared or don't don't live yeah. don't don't go on with your life, but but keep watch keep your mind on things above is what colossians things says not on earthly things but uh heavenly things eternal things things that will last keep watch keep thinking about those things not in a scared way but in a 
prepared way. Yeah, I think that uh, we have great hope in Christ and a joy in Christ, and we should be living for Christ every day. Um, it's it's not uh, obviously the the scripture says we need to fear God because He's the one that uh, ultimately deals with our souls. Um, but no, He wants us to walk in relationship with Him and uh, have joy in Him. Um, so I'm thinking about like this week, baseball players in their dugouts or uh, in their locker rooms this week. What is one way to um, to um, work on that that muscle uh, of discipline to keep watch? How do we flex that muscle and use that muscle and train that muscle uh, to keep watch? Yeah, I think. One thing that we can do this week is to tell our D groups that uh, we should start living like Christ is coming back tomorrow, not in some distant future, but, uh, you know, he's coming coming back like a thief in the night. Um, if we live like Christ is coming back tomorrow, we could be examples for Christ on our teams today. We could be ambassadors for Christ on our team today. And if that's one guy in a D group on a team that's living like Christ, uh, gosh, that could transform uh, an entire program um, from the inside out. And if it's two or three or five, uh, gosh, how much greater a, uh, a witness will that be on their teams uh, this coming year? have enjoyed this episode of the training for an eternal crown podcast you can visit our website for more resources and also find this podcast on all major platforms full count ministries exist to create disciples using the game of baseball we are a non-profit ministry and if you have benefited from this resource we would encourage you to consider donating to the cause to reach every baseball player with the gospel giving them the opportunity to respond to the gospel and then to grow in the relationship with jesus please like subscribe and share this podcast so that you can play a part in accomplishing the mission that god has put on our hearts for baseball players around the globe.